following is a presentation of the Bellup Sports Media Network. Welcome to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Stacy Cole Morgan. Here on the Morgan Man Sports Podcast, we talk Atlanta Falcons news, pregame predictions, and all other news surrounding the Atlanta Falcons. Touchdown, Atlanta! Also on the podcast, we talk Call of Duty League esports covering roster mania, major predictions, COD champs, player trades, and much more to get you ready for every single CDL weekend. Scuff goes through, and Scuff stands! It's a one-on-one in Optic with the reverse sweep! If that sounds good with you, put on your Falcons jersey, grab your gaming headset, and let's get the show started. I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan, and you were listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Good Pod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the Los Angeles Gorillas CDL 2023 season recap and also previewing this Sunday's matchup between the Green Bay Packers visiting the Red Hot Atlanta Falcons. So without any further delay, let's go get straight into today's action all right guys so before we get into all that i want to quickly just mention that if you are brand new to the show right here if you don't mind please hit that subscribe button if you are on youtube the follow button if you're on spotify apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your preferred podcast and if you are a returning listener guys i have merch now t-shirts available only got one design but more designs are on the way so definitely Get your get your t-shirts because it helps spread the word of the Morgan Man Sports Podcast and you guys are the lifeline of what I do. So again, make sure you get your t-shirts and subscribe today for each and every single upload on Fridays at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So now since we got that out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the Los Angeles Gorillas CDO 2023 recap. And boy, let me tell you, it is, it's not a good one. It's really not. They only won nine series and lost 25. It is a win-loss ratio of 26.5%. Their map win-loss is a 40, or excuse me, 51.86 with a 37.2% win-loss ratio in the map count. For the series history, guys, wow, like they've... I don't even know where to begin here. Their best stage that they had, I'm going to have to say it's going to be stage three with quality wins over the Las Vegas Legion, the Florida Mutineers, which is now the Miami Hurtics, but losses against London, Boston, and Optic, Texas, which was a close one, actually. 2-3. Boston was an 0-3, but then London was an was a 2-3, and London is still not a great team as well. And their very worst stage of them all would have to be stage four. You lost every single matchup. Minnesota, Los Angeles Steves, uh, Las Vegas Legion, Optic Texas, Seattle. I mean, it just, the list goes on. So the stage four was your worst and stage three was your really highest moment of the year. That's just, it's so unreal. Especially when you had Assault, Arsides, Exceed, 
and deceives. I mean, great players, especially Arsides, who major majority just carried this team throughout the year. Uh, I will go over team stats, not individual stats for Hardpoint, SND, and Control. Starting off with Hardpoint, LEG combined had a 80.3 kills per 10 minutes, overall KD 0.93. Engagements was 166.3 engagements per 10 minutes. Deaths per 10 minutes is 86.1, and number of maps is 57 in hardpoint. Search and destroy kills per round is 2.69. First blood is a 46.7% average. Overall KD is 0.93. Engagement is 5.59 per round. Deaths per round is 2.9. Number of maps is 46. Infra control, kills per 10 minutes, 66. Overall KD is a 0.9. Engagements is 139.5. Deaths per 10 minutes, 73.5. And number of maps, 34. So they did not have a favorite mode, honestly. Hardpoint and Search and Destroy was kind of like their... I guess they're favorites, but control definitely was not it just by like a 0 0.03 percentile right there. And it's just, it's just not, a, it's not good for Los Angeles. It's really not. There, there's a lot of cleaning up to do for the Los Angeles gorillas this year. And honestly, it's just, I don't even think a, a good cleanup would do this team good. They really need to go through a rebuilding phase of, you know, getting new Oregon, new management, new everything, and then have a rebuilding year, like test out the challengers waters, see who's available, bring them in for like tryouts, everything throughout the season. But other than that, you know, I just don't see this team honestly doing anything this year. And that, and that's very sad. Uh, for my score, honestly, for the Los Angeles gorillas is a one out of 10, as far as like performance goes, there's not really much hope for the gorillas moving forward, but hopefully my predictions are wrong. And guys, next week's episode, I will be on air actually, well, here on the podcast, more specifically, talking Call of Duty League with Drew Picascaro, Piscaro from uh, GG Breaking Point. So that is definitely an interview you do not want to miss. We will be recording this Sunday at the time of year here in this podcast. So it will be next week's episode of Morgan Man Sports to listen to that interview. We're talking a lot of Call of Duty League, of uh, teams rebranding, helping or hurting the CDL. Who are the top four teams going into this year and what could be approved from the past seasons to make the season slash future seasons even better? So if you got any suggestions on this interview, guys, please let me know. Tweet me at MMS Stacy Morgan on Twitter. All that will be down in the description below if you guys to check that out. And quickly before we transition over to the Atlanta Falcons segment of the podcast, I do want to give a quick shout out to Out of Your Falcon Mind. Guys, John was definitely fantastic on the show. Yes, I had to edit out a lot of the audio, kind of like make the levels leveled as you would say for you know the listening purposes because my mic was lower his mic was higher and just so on but 
nevertheless it was a great interview we talked nothing but atlanta falcons i enjoyed it and hopefully to be on their their show one time and hopefully we could get mike as well alongside with john on this episode in a future podcast maybe like during the bye week something crazy like that trying to build up that falcons community reputation and uh just get all the falcon fans together and content creators together so now since we do got the atlanta falcons that we are talking about guys they are hosting the green bay packers this sunday september 17th at 1 p.m standard time and the spread did open up as a minus one and it's currently at a minus one it was a one and a half at the time of this recording us uh, on a 9-13-2023 at 6.41 p.m. It was a one and a half, but now it's back to a minus one for in favor of the Green Bay Packers. So this is telling me that Vegas is not really too comfortable with Green Bay winning this, but they're just giving them just that point advantage. And the same goes for Atlanta Falcons. You know, Vegas is telling me that they like what they saw from the Falcons but still not sure how they can compete up against a high-quality team like the Green Bay Packers. Now, granted, yes, the Falcons took advantage of a rebuilding Panthers team, and the Green Bay Packers took advantage of really just kind of a disappointing Chicago Bears team. So really, we're kind of in that mixture, and I can see why this spread is at a plus one in favor of the Green Bay Packers and or excuse me, minus one and a plus one for the Atlanta Falcons. Your money line currently right now is a plus 100 if you are taking the Atlanta Falcons. But if you are taking the Green Bay Packers, it is a minus 120 with a public bet sitting at 59%. The total point spread, ladies and gentlemen, is currently sitting at a 40 and a half. Did open up at 41 and a half, but has moved to now... 40 and a half and people are taking the under 40 and a half points at a 56% public bet. Your season leaders for the Atlanta Falcons and passing is Desmond Ritter. Of course, 115 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Rushing Tyler Algier, 75 yards, two touchdowns with 15 attempts. And for receiving Kyle Pitts, 44 yards, zero touchdowns, two receptions. Now, as far as the injury list does go about, ladies and gentlemen, it looks like Jeff Okuda and Cordell Patterson have been at practice today from what I'm hearing on Twitter, or X, formerly known as Twitter. So that is a good sign. They are questionable for week two action against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Jeff Okuda, it leaves for right now. And I'm not seeing... Cordell Patterson, maybe he is off this injured reserve list. Avery Williams is, you know, injured reserve. Will not be coming back anytime soon. I don't see him. Matt Hennessy, center, knee injured reserve. So, yeah, so, but the, the main targets right now is Jeff Okuda and Cordell Patterson. Not seeing Cordell Patterson right now on the injured reserve list, but I do see Jeff Okuda, but he is questionable for a week two action against the Green Bay Packers. So, guys, uh, that is pretty much how it's going to be right here. And what I'm looking at for this particular game in general, the Falcons are really going to have to rely on this run game tremendously. But also, they're going to have to mix things up. They're going to have to protect Desmond Redder in the passing form. 
you know, the slants are just not going to cut it for this kind of offense going against the Green Bay defense who allowed, I mean, yeah, I mean, they allowed a lot, a lot more points, but then they started letting in like second, third stringers, like towards the third, started the fourth quarter, but still that starting offense was just horrendous. Now our our defense is good too, but we're but we're mainly focusing on the offense right now. But again, slants is not going to cover it against the Green Bay defense. Arthur Smith is really going to have to open up the playbook in this certain scenario. I know it's week two; you don't really want to show off everything, but you are at least going to have to show off maybe five to ten percent of that playbook and say, "All right, we got to have some wide open passes against this Green Bay defense because if not." We will get absolutely manslaughtered up front. Desmond Ritter will get sacked, and this run game will be absolute just dog shit pretty much. So, again, looking at offense, you got to have to open up the playbook just a little bit for Desmond Ritter to breathe. The O-line has definitely got to hold up. I would imagine this defensive front for the Falcons in practice this week is going to be kind of running a similar Green Bay defense just that way they can get adjusted to how that feels going to be like come game day this Sunday. Number two is just trust in Desmond Ritter. Trust that he is going to make those right decisions. See Kyle Pitts wide open in the end zone, hopefully. Drake London, uh, I think he had two throws this way, but resulted in zero yards, so definitely that needs to be worked on. Uh, but overall, run game and trust in Desmond Ritter to throw but that's going to come also with the OC and draw up plays from the playbook that you really don't want to open at the same time you're going to have to open it again with this Green Bay defense but guys I sure hope you did enjoy it. if you didn't make sure to like button wherever you are listening from iHeartRadio Spotify Google Podcasts make sure you are subscribing on YouTube we're getting so 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 close to 50 subscribers on youtube it is a grind every single time to post this on youtube right now we are at 44 hoping to get to 50 by the end of the week or at the end of next week but again hope you all enjoyed and i come morgan will catch you all later peace thank you for listening to this belly up sports podcast network product some said we go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here